0: Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Liam. And this is the podcast where we talk to actors about the roles they didn't get,
1: but absolutely could have played.
0: Welcome to this episode of Roles I Could Have Played. So this actor we've got on today is a graduate from Drama Center and made her acting debut as Lucy in the Inbetweeners movie. She then went on to appear in Being Human, BBC sitcom Cuckoo, starred in the hit BBC drama The Musketeers. You might also recognise her from the hilarious series The First Team, which came out uh, just last year. And the list goes on and on and on. But we are very, very pleased to welcome the one and only Tamla
2: Kari. Welcome, Tamla. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, guys. So
1: how has, you know, this has been a crazy old year for us in this industry. How has this sort of bordering on 12 months worth of lockdowns and easing of restrictions how's it kind of all been for you
2: when it all I think when it all kicked off I do you remember when we all thought it was going to be two weeks (laughs) that's right um it there was like this sort of um I felt like a safety in numbers thing of like well no one's doing anything like nothing absolutely nothing is happening so it's okay and we can all just stop we can all eat shy and no one's gonna judge us and it's fine because everyone's doing the same or not doing the same. I auditioned for something I self-taped for it and then got a recall and the recall was done via Zoom. Um and that was bizarre. Weird. That was I found that really odd and the very odd vibes. You can't you can't sense anything it's it was just and you're just reading with a casting director into the into the screen (laughs) and it and and then the director's face is there floating around on yours it's just weird and then um after Christmas a couple of things started to come through audition wise so I've done a few tapes and then this the job that I'm doing at the moment this was one of them um but it was just a tape and um i i got the job um like I, I mean i'm in a very lucky position now that i've got a job and i honestly cannot believe my luck i am so incredibly grateful to be working
0: well it's been really um cool listening to all the jobs talking about the jobs that you have got and and how amazing it is um that you're working now but we're here today to talk about the role that you didn't get but you absolutely could have played um, so, for you, Tamla, what was that role?
2: Well, I mean, there's been lots and lots of roles that I um <laughs> I didn't get. Um, I um I can tell you about one one big role that would have been life changing, um, and it was the assistant to Doctor Who, and it was the assistant to Peter wow. Capaldi's Doctor Who. I think. Think. And wow. it was the one that Jenna Louise Coleman ended up playing. Mm. So I was in that pool of actresses who auditioned.
1: I just want to take you back to that original audition for Doctor Who. And if you can remember um, how it sort of came about.
2: When it came about, like it was, I was really chuffed. Um, but I don't think I saw the kind of how huge, huge it was. I knew it was a big show. I knew it was a big opportunity, but you can't, you can't predict like what it would be. And and it, if I had got that role, it's, it doesn't mean that I would have gone on to have Jenna Louisa, Louisa's Coleman's career, you know, we're, we're very, very different. Um, so, but there's, you know, there's been other, there's been roles that like I've gone up for and, that have been you know really I could I could have got that if I'll tell you about the one that that Holly I've told Holly about this one before where I I'd gone in again it was at a time when I was yeah on a motorbike to go into auditions um and I I, and I think it was like for like a 70s thing and I can't remember that white heat rings a bell I think it was like a (laughs) drama or something Mm -hmm. it was called that and, uh, and it was set in the 70s. And I had like this halter neck top on that, like tied at the back. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like open at the back. And um, I it was really hot because I remember I had like little denim shorts on um, and this top. And uh, I wore a stick-on bra, right? I mean, <clears throat> never do that wow. now. But it was a stick-on bra, but it was chicken fillet stick so it wasn't do you know the ones I mean (laughs) so like two (laughs) sticky chicken
0: fillets
2: (laughs) uh, uh, connected in the middle literally stuck to my boobs (laughs) right and I mean
1: with a halter neck
2: with with this halter neck backless top on so I thought I just need to like have a bit of shape because I'm not blessed in that department so I'd gone into this audition and it was oiling outside sweating I'm always sweating when I turn up for auditions because I'm never like I never give myself enough time turn up sweating and then I was in the middle of the scene in the middle of the take and the bra fell off <laughs> and I uh, and I caught it I caught it one-handed like in the in like the crease of my elbow and that, being the absolute pro that I am I carried on the scene, holding the bra like just <laughs> there, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and that was it. And I, I did the scene. And Do you remember I what scene
1: to... it was? What was it like? Very intense, <laughs> no, I... emotional. Or oh,
2: God knows well. I didn't get it, uh, <laughs> horror. Oh, um, but I remember like leaving, you know, shaking the casting director's hand and being Have like, you thanks, and just thing? holding it, just holding it, like. Just here at my waist and then being on the street and having to whip it out and shove it in my bag I thought well I'm not getting that and I didn't and uh that is thought,
1: absolutely hysterical
2: and I I must have got away with it because she's since got me in other things <laughs> and I've cast me in other jobs so I uh I, I got away with that one
0: when you received the email from your agent what was your or was it an email or a phone call Did
2: no say- she called me about oh, this she told you.
0: when yeah. she when she phoned you and you sort of like had the conversation and hung up what was your initial gut reaction to
2: to it
1: to that character
2: yeah well i thought like I definitely suited it because i think it was something i think she was like before she trans i think she transforms but i
1: know <laughs> i'm like
2: oh dear um I it was I think she was like Victorian. It was in Victorian times and oh, stuff. Okay. I seem to be I seem to remember wearing some very fetching blouse to the audition. Um and no chicken I, fillets. No yes. chicken fillets, I've learned. Um <laughs> and <laughs> uh I think we it, we I was given very, very little information. Right. Because it had to be so like hush hush. Mm. Um, so it it was a couple of scenes, a little bit of a character brief, not, I think she was a nanny, like a Victorian times, but she was a nanny, I think. Um, but, uh, and that was it. Had a few sides to learn, um, and didn't tell many people.
1: What kind of prep did you do? Like with, with with such little information what kind of prep do you naturally go to can do yeah
2: well back then I didn't and it's something that I now do and I didn't back then and and I don't know why it's just I didn't even read my lines with anybody I didn't even practice the scene with anyone which sounds mental do a lot of learning lines and do your breath, and I, you know, you're the greatest actor in your bedroom on your own when you're not actually talking very loud. It's like, yeah, and then you get into the audition room and you yeah, actually speak at a normal volume, and you're like, oh, this is, oh what's that's happening? Oh my god, do I sound like that? Um,
1: that is so true, so, that is so true. I even like stood up, I, I've, I've done things standing like that in up. the past, yeah, like I haven't, I was like, oh my, I suddenly realized. I've never done this standing up and I'm yeah. suddenly in the, I've yeah. never even said it this loud. I've never done it. stand. I've never done it horizontal. I've never done yeah. it vertical. I mean, I've literally <laughs> done it lying down in my bed.
2: Yeah. And it does make a difference. And those things. you suddenly realise. Yeah. As soon as you stand up. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and if it's a, I remember that I did some auditions in America and they make, they make you stand up for everything. And, uh, and it's a lot harder than if you're not completely off book and you've got a script and you're standing up. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's so hard what we do. We have And a chicken toys. fillet flies out. Yeah, the chicken fillets are falling out <laughs> and we have to stand up and speak at the same time. Oh, boom.
1: No, no, but it's true. I think I people listening out. will like... I think it's oh. such a thing because it's something you don't think about and it's something you don't bloody get taught. Like, no way. But it is a thing, like... you. It's suddenly just the whole, and like that whole thing of auditioning anyway, the environment, you never know what you're walking into, the atmosphere, Mm -hmm. the ambience. And then suddenly you realise you haven't stood up and actually belted it out, you know?
2: Yeah. I need to be running scenes with people. I need to be doing it out loud. I do make a point of doing the lines standing up or walking around at least, even if I know that I'm not going to be doing that in the audition. Yeah. Just so I know that I know them.
0: For this role specifically did you find that you did more work or less work than you would usually have done at that time I guess because you've spoken about how it sort of changes and it's changed over time but
2: at the time I thought I was you know doing okay and what I should be doing I look back and I could have worked harder Mm. definitely could have worked harder and it, and again, but not out of, and it wasn't through an arrogance thing. It wasn't a thing of like, Oh, I'm going to get the part. It was, it was pure. It's a pure fear thing. I just don't like, I remember again, I had an audition or something the next day and I, I should have been learning lines and, uh, uh, our mutual friend, Holly, uh, Jordan, Came into the bedroom we were sharing in a flat at the time. Came into my bedroom, and she was like, "What are you doing? Why aren't you learning your lines?" And I was like, "Because (laughs) I'm cleaning out my makeup bag." And she was like, "Right, you're cleaning out your makeup bag, right? Okay, and you have an audition tomorrow, and you don't know your lines. And does that really need to be done now? No, of course it doesn't need to be done. Like, I would find anything, you know, even so much I'd do the ironing before that." I do what I needed to do, which was learn the lines. And it's madness. It's madness. Yeah. It's, is that, it is, so that's is changed now.
1: Do you think that's changed now?
2: Yeah. I, I catch yeah. myself doing it. I do catch myself doing it. And I'm like, no,
1: <laughs> no, yeah. no,
2: do the work. And, um, and as soon as I do it, I feel so much better. And I'm like, well, of course I feel better because I'm more yeah. prepared. And, but I do have to give myself a talking to, but I don't... I, I, I'd say I work harder at the auditions now than I did when I was in my early 20s.
1: Do you think that um, now, for you, do you find that when it's a role that you really want or feel like you're really suited to, I like to ask people, we like to ask people, do you feel like you do more work for those kind of roles or do you feel like you do less kind of work now?
2: I do more I don't it's not like I do any less like sometimes you get auditions through this maybe for like an American pilot it's it's a bad thing to do but we kind of all do it and we go well there's no I'm never going to get that job in a million years so what's the point but there is always a point And I've tried to change my sort of mindset and go, okay, like I'm going to do this tape, this audition tape. I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to do it for myself. It's not for my agent. It's not for the casting, whatever. Even if I feel like it's a complete waste of time, it's not going to be because I'm going to do it for myself and I'm going to get something out of it. And what I get out of it is doing a good job, a good tape, a good audition, for me so i do myself justice i love that and then that feels like enough when it's those or aud- when it's those auditions where it's i mean it's like a lottery complete lottery yeah i do a good job for me um
1: i think that's such great advice to people starting out in the industry that might yeah. be listening because
2: you know, it's, it's,
1: it, ha- it, it can feel like that that overwhelming thing of like well i'm in this on my own It's never going to happen. That can be really overwhelming and like debilitating sometimes. And I
2: spent good, good few years with that attitude and it didn't serve me. And it's something like a casting director came, I had an audition and a casting director who knew me very, very well, gave feedback to my agent and it was brutal. And she said, it was like a light had gone out.
0: Oh my and at the
2: time, I remember being so hurt and so defensive as well, thinking, oh, that's bollocks. Like, I, I always sort of prided myself of, for going into auditions and being terrified, but being able to switch it on hmm. and being able to kind of, like, put this act on. And clearly, that wasn't working for me anymore. They could see right through it. And it sort of took that for me to go... um like stop stop apologizing for being in that room that's what I felt like I'd go in there and just almost like be sorry to be there like oh I'm sorry that you haven't even watched my audition like you're never going to give it me I'm never going to be good enough for this so I'm really sorry and like I had to turn it around and that's been in that's only been in the last few years
1: I think it's really hard because I think what you're describing you know for what it sounds like I think it resonates with me because what we do and like the 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 role of auditioning in itself is kind of different from actually doing the job right so put that aside but like the actual act of auditioning is such a lonely self it's like a it's it's like a vicious circle and if you don't if you don't see a way out or you don't have like a rude awakening like that felt like to you when that casting director said the light had gone out you can just keep going on and on like exhausting yourself and emotionally draining yourself because there's like what we do is so like we do it by ourselves we don't have a business partner we don't have like a product team we don't have like a marketing mm. manager it's like comes from here comes out of here and then I've got to go home with my head like just yeah and
2: me. yeah and you beat yourself up and you go and you replay the audition in your head when you've come out and That is very difficult. That is very, it is very difficult to forget as soon as you leave the room. Yeah. Um, especially (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially if it's for a role that you really want or you feel like, you know, you could really play or do justice to. Like, that is hard. And then most of the time you don't get told that it's a no. And um, and that's all you. And that's all you need, really. You just need to be told yay or nay, because then you can start to move on. Anxiety. This anxiety is just created in this waiting and this anticipation. And if you're told no, you can go. Okay, you can be sad. Like you can give yourself. Like I normally like give myself a day to like be upset and be cross and then I can move on yeah if you're not even told no you're not even given that respect of like thanks but no thanks you're just waiting you're, there's that little glimmer of hope and you think oh the phone might ring they might change their mind or it's like no five months gone by you haven't got that part <laughs> Get over it a of- um
1: I want to take it back to um the doctor who assistant and I wanna I want to ask you um, in the moment in the room when you got to do those sides, try and make it work in the moment, what did that feel like? Like, you know, that feeling that we get, it's like, can you kind of paint the picture in the room for us about what that moment felt like for
2: you? Um, I felt very small and that was nothing that they did in there. It was me not being one probably fully prepared, and two, just not having the confidence that I would get the part. Um, but you know, I I wasn't getting it before I walked in the room because I'd told myself it. That. Yeah. And it cut, exactly, co- and it yeah. and it does, and it comes out. They see it. Um, if I'd got that, then you know, I wouldn't have done other jobs that I'd done and met these people and met, you know, some of my best friends and like as much as like hey, everything happens for a reason, blah, 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 kind of thing. Sometimes if you have to think that way in this business, because otherwise it would just eat you up. Yeah. You go, okay, I was, that wasn't my gig. That wasn't mine. That wasn't my job to get.
1: I was going to ask, like, how, how do you say goodbye to that?
2: You know, yeah. and how do
1: you tend to have that
2: I, I moment? tend to, I, I say goodbye by going, okay, wasn't my gig. And I see, or I see who they did cast and I go, okay, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, I get it. Or I go, oh, God, I'm nothing like that actor. Okay. Yeah,
1: I sometimes find that, like, when they've gone in a completely different direction, that I can, I can, fine, you know, that's yeah. all good with me.
2: Or you go, okay, they've got a bigger CV they're more well-known that's you know they'll get more bums on seats as it were whatever yeah that's something you have to kind of get used to as well it's just nature of the game and I think you 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 have to learn how to um manage it and make it work for you and I think it's about hanging on in there it's a game of like hanging on in there
0: Mm. That's until you
2: till you're ready to go either yeah until you're ready to say "No, nah, I'm not Oh, I don't want to do this anymore yeah um I, I don't want to feel like this anymore um
1: have you ever had a moment where that's crossed your mind
2: I've had moments where I'm like why on earth why on earth am I putting myself through this like you're so unhappy <laughs> mm. um and and then I'm like, and then I find the passion again, and I go, oh, this is why I wanted to do it. I remember now, and no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to throw the towel in. Um, so no, not yet, not yet. I en- and I, I'm enjoying it more now than I think I ever have because I'm in a different headspace. <laughs>
0: This section is called What the Fuck Happened? This is where we like to ask our listeners to send in their funny or embarrassing um, or crazy or just bizarre audition stories. Um, So we've got one um, that Liam has chosen this week and he's going to read it out. And then maybe perhaps you could share an experience with us um, about what you would do in that situation or something that's happened to you similar. But first, Liam, are you ready?
1: Yeah. um, Thank you again, anonymous person. This is uh, golden, I think. Okay. um, so it was a couple of years ago and I was auditioning for a West End thing, but it was in a place in Southwark where they hold lots of different auditions in the same building um i'd never met the casting director before and i think their name was something which was essentially unisex so i didn't know if i was meeting a man or a woman and you know how casting directors occasionally act like they've met you before because they're not sure if they have so a man <laughs> came out and pointed at me and it was slightly past my time and he came out and he said oh are you what i'm looking for and um, I was okay. like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I hope so. And he's like, oh, come with me. And so I get up and I follow him. And we're like chatting, and we even spoke about the script. And he was like, Oh, do you like it? And I was like, Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, basically, I sat down in the wrong audition room, and the director had my headshot, well, not my headshot in front of him and took a look at me. And he's like, Oh, so what are you here for? And I said, oh, all my sons or whatever it was I was auditioning for. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, you're in the wrong room. And this casting director who's, you know, basically it's kind of their fault as well, is like, oh, do you want to just leave them? And I had to get my stuff and awkwardly shimmy out the door. <laughs> and then I bump into the real casting director because it's all out the same building. Who turned out to be a woman but I didn't realise and she's like oh were you okay and I said oh yeah I've just been in the wrong room but the whole thing just looked like I was late and it was a mess and she didn't get it she didn't believe me and the whole thing was just ridiculous so that is Aww, bless <laughs> what Aww. a nightmare I mean I've actually sat there and thought at times god wouldn't it wouldn't it be awful if I went into the wrong... <laughs> Bro, I mean, that's like a sitcom. It's like, you start doing, like, Macbeth or something, and it's for, like, fucking two pints of lager and a packet of crisps, you know I mean? It's
2: like that Vicar of Dibley uh, episode, you know, where, have you seen it, where she bursts in, and she's like, that's my husband, and what are you doing? And they turn around and she's like, oh, sorry, wrong church. <laughs> 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 and has to, and has so to true. Yeah. So
1: true. i mean i know we've touched on it before but have you got any horrendous like sort of things like that that have gone wrong or any advice for this poor person who
2: yeah i mean i can't say i've i don't think i've ever ended up in the wrong room um uh, uh yeah by mistake no i've not done that um i've had i've had um I've had auditions where I've nearly lost the plot laughing
1: um,
2: on. and it was for it was for the harry Potter um stage show, yeah, and I can't remember the name of the character I was going up for, but I'd gone in and did like I'd read the script and everything and then got the sides and we and we were doing it and do you do you know harry do you know Harry Potter yeah yeah I'm a fan yeah. Yeah, so um, there was a bit in the script where um, the character speaks parcel tongue, which is the <laughs> snake language, right? <laughs> which is not a thing; it's not a language. It's fictional reptiles. Yeah, right. So <laughs> it was in the script, and I just I thought, oh they're not going to make they're not going to make me do that for God's sake. They're not going to make me do it. So when it came in the script, I just missed it out. I just didn't do it. Oh, I just no, I just skipped in. it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah," um, <laughs> I skipped it. No
0: chance.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and then, then we and then we did it, and then at the end he was like, oh, "Let's do it again." But if you if you could do if you could do the puzzle
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like,
2: and my face, Holly knows this. If what I'm thinking is written all over my face, I it's it's I can't help it, and and I was like oh my god and then it's so and the anticipation of it coming on and i don't know what i'm gonna do what the fuck am i going to do and then it came to it and then of course i had to do this. <laughs> right and i just oh my god and, and he could just tell he could just tell i was like and this is fine. right I mean, it me, and it would have been such a great part and I would have loved to have played it and, and done that show. It would have been amazing.
1: But, but I, I haven't just, learned I,
2: No, I can't. I haven't learned Hissy, <laughs> Right? And I went, I literally just walked out of the audition and pissed my... Pants, and I just kept recounting it in my head. <laughs> and as I was walking to the tube, and I just was laughing hysterically out loud. The things there they are, make you do.
1: There are those moments when this is why we love doing this because it's honestly we have to laugh. It is so fucking mental. Like you walk Shad out and you're like, people are actually doing jobs like saving lives than
2: I. Yeah, just and did. I'm in there hissing like a fucking snake. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that My has mom, got
1: right? me good. I am going to be telling everyone oh, what joke. that story. Fucking how funny. funny that absolutely is <laughs>
0: golden. Is it, was it the was it the part from the film, or is it their different one? Did they write a new one?
2: I mean, it's not real <laughs> holes. <It's> such <laughs> a real <It's> language. language.
1: <laughs> that is, I just love those moments when you're like, this is fucking stupid and you can yeah. laugh because you otherwise you'd cry like that is the flip side isn't it
2: they just I, I mean my mum tells a story because she um she was an actress uh for uh a good while and um, when I was younger and she auditioned for drama schools and it, I think it was Guildhall uh she she was told in the audition to be a blemange on the beach <laughs> for fuck's sake Oh the on the A Blamange be a blamange on the beach. How about go fuck yourself?
0: Oh my god, that's ridiculous!
1: I had to be a lawnmower in my Guildhall
0: audition. <laughs> 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 I and had you fucking melt.
1: You bet your bottom melt. dollar. I was there going. I gave it everything oh. I had. I, like,
2: oh. <laughs> I mean, I want to see. <laughs>
1: motor
2: and
0: everything.
1: Oh my God. Tamla, I wanna ask you, after everything we've talked about and you've been so amazing opening up about, you know, the confidence things and your journey from when you graduated to now, um, I would love to hear your thoughts on if you could go back and give that girl starting out a bit of advice, knowing everything you know now, what would it be?
2: I think um it I mean I think I, I think I have I've said it really, but it's about not apologizing for being there. And I think when I when I started at drama school, I was so um I didn't have a clue, like I didn't have a clue what I was letting myself in for. I, I didn't know anything really about anything. Um, I mean, none of us did, but it, it did seem like everyone in my class was so much cleverer than me, um, so uh, better read, more well read. Their vocabulary was greater. Like they could talk about things in a way that even now, like I still can't. I can't talk about things. I, I I lose my voice a lot in terms of like, I feel like I can't, you know, if you're going on into an audition, it's like, oh, so what did you think of the script? I, I'm i not that person Go yeah, so I thought this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, I just want to do like, I just want to get up and do it. I don't, I don't want to be talking about it and all these big words and blah blah blah. But it, it would just it would just I think it would be to just have the confidence that I was good at I'm I am good at what I do. I was good then, I'm better now. Like and just to be more present and be more open. Um I was when I first started to started at Drama Center, everything was so new. And I didn't know what was going on and what they were talking about. And I was quite defensive. Um, and it took me that first year to kind of then open up. And then second year, I was a lot more. You just in second year, so full on that you just kind of go with it and you, you, you just do it. You like You become like a machine kind of thing. So I think it would just be to just be more present, more open to things, drink it all in. Don't take any of it for granted. Um and just uh, like enjoy it more, like stop be and and this is something I have to tell myself all the time, all the time in life of just like just be present.
1: And it all makes yeah. up who you are now and what you can yeah. give to the yeah. give to it now.
0: Have you got anything going on or that you'd like to? tell us about
2: or promote or
0: identify. or where can
1: people find you online if they want to keep up with what you're doing um,
2: etc um, okay um well i'm not i'm not mrs social media i'm a bit rubbish but um i occasionally post on twitter um mm-hmm. but i'm getting a little bit better at instagram but um uh i'm not like missus post every day story every day (laughs) selfie every day because effort so much effort (laughs) um but yeah so you can uh, I've got an Instagram and it's at um Tamla 88 um there are some other accounts with my name that isn't me um if you see strange account accounts and their photos from years ago and that isn't me um (laughs) It's uh, Tamlar 88. Yeah, be warned. Um, you are not speaking to Tamla. No, they're people with far too much time on their hands. Um, and my Twitter is Tam at Tamlakari. Um, that is me. Um, so yeah, and then I'm not I'm working at the minute. It's called the ipcrus file, and it's for ITV. It's based on a series of books about a character called Harry Palmer, which was originally played. Um, by Michael Caine, um back in the 60s when they made films a film called The Ipricus File and um, some of the films from the books as well so it's a remake tv adaptation of that and I play his um, ex-wife nice. and I'm in Amazing. four of the six episodes so I'm very um, pleased to be doing that set in the Amazing. 60s which is cool.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tamla, for being here and and being so open and being so up for it. It's been really cool. And I'm sure there's loads that people can glean from, you know, your advice and your experiences. So we really can't thank you enough.
2: No, thank thank you you
0: very much. And for everyone listening, we're really, really enjoying reading and uh, going through all of your funny and embarrassing and bizarre audition stories. So please keep them coming in. Um, Liam, where can they send them?
1: yeah so uh just slide into our dms on instagram we are at roles i could have played or roles i could have played at gmail.com uh it's really cool going through these and reading them and uh yeah Yeah, they're all anonymous so keep them coming but for now thank you so much for listening and uh we will see you next time